Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Chris Williams about how he helps businesses scale and grow. Chris has over 20 years of experience in entrepreneurship, for-profit leadership, and socially responsible marketing engagement. He has helped creative agencies build wealth and agency owners develop innovative winning strategies. His expertise includes lead generation, creative team building, and allowing owners to focus on what they do best. Apart from leading his own agency, Chris hosts a private mastermind for creative agency owners looking to scale and optimize their businesses. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Virginia. Super excited to be here. <laughs> I'm excited for you today. I'm excited to, to talk to you about all of the things that you have done over... <laughs> I don't know. It might be boring. <laughs> well, time will tell, I guess. I'm sure you have a few good stories up your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how can I help? Anything I can do to help your audience? I'm all in. Let's talk. What was it like growing up? Wow, that's a deep question. And I think this is part of the entrepreneur journey, too. So growing up, for me, I had a very disciplined family but a very abusive family. That's, that's a deep dive right there. But I, I think, and I, in fact, I know now after years of therapy and, and tons of time spent healing, I know that, that part of the hardness of, of growing up and figuring that out and learning to, to heal is actually what's made me really good at some of the things I do professionally because it's a lot of problem solving a lot of risk management, a lot of those things that you don't want kids to have to deal with, but those traits when they can kind of be turned into a positive thing as an adult can become really positive. So that's a fun question to start with because it's deep, but it's also like, yeah, you know, it was a very disciplined life, but a very hard life. And, and that's, that's part of who I am, right? That's, that's life. We gotta, we gotta heal and we gotta grow and we gotta use those things to our advantage. Yes, we each have our own story, and it's important and part of who we are. Mm -hmm. What inspired you to become an entrepreneur? <sighs> I, you know, when I was 11, I, I wanted to cut grass, and I realized I could make, you know, 20 bucks a yard, and that was better than anything else I could think of doing to make money. And I, I wanted to buy stuff at the local pet store. I was really into fish aquariums and frogs and turtles and anything like that. So I traded my next-door neighbor for a lawnmower. So they had a lawnmower and they hated cutting the grass. So I was like, hey, if I can have your lawnmower, I can keep it at my house all summer. I will cut your grass for free all summer. And then at the end of the summer, the lawnmower is paid off. It becomes my property. So I did that. And all of a sudden I was able to like have a lawnmower, have some equipment. Then I got five more yards that summer because I had tools now. And and then I hired someone, I was 14, so I hired someone to drive me around eventually because I couldn't drive, they had yards that I wanted to cut elsewhere. And I started learning about people and systems and selling like at a young age. When I was 11, I started that. And that launched everything for me because it gave me a taste of what could happen with hard work and with structure and, and with people helping me. That's really inspirational. And it's kind of fun, like I can like, see you out there like trying to convince someone to to drive you all around <laughs> i had a 30 year old woman driving me around <laughs> it's so funny and then i would go spend all of my money at the pet store every day i'd go back to the pet store and just blow it all and then go back and cut grass again 
<laughs> At least you had motivation, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, what are some of the common mistakes that you see business owners making? Mm. You know, I think the most common mistake we all make, me included, over and over and over again, is me. I am almost always the problem in my own business. I think for a while, oh, it's the person I hired or it's the economy or it's whatever's coming up in the news or it's the holidays and I'm not getting any sale, whatever. That's, that's all a bunch of bull. What's true is that in my own head and in my own heart, I have to decide, number one, am I going to go freaking get the work done and do what I need to do? Not be busy, but am I going to do the right things? And number two, Am I going to stop doing the things I don't need to do, which typically is 90% of the problem, just not becoming the roadblock, not becoming the thing that's in the way of my, myself or my family or my clients or my, my team succeeding. It's almost always me. That's, that's the biggest hassle of being an entrepreneur is, is being me. Do you have any tips on how to get out of your own way? Yeah. Yes, I do. So I am always, and I have been, I've been doing this for probably 15 years now. I'm always involved with a coach or a therapist or a mentor or a mastermind group or people that I respect that are actually like structurally allowed to speak into my life. So there's lots of categories I just mentioned there, but spouse or partner doesn't cut it, right? Cause they're kind of either too hard or too soft on you depending on the day and how the kids are acting and all that stuff. It's somebody from the outside who can look in at me and say, hey, love what you're doing, but I'm noticing some trends here. And I think if you just kind of cleaned this up or took advantage of this or stopped doing this, you could really overcome something here where, where they're in a place where they can really help me. So sometimes that's been a therapist, right? From healing from stuff in my background. Sometimes that's been a coach that I've hired for very specific reasons to help me get through something challenging in business. Sometimes it's been mastermind style groups where I could actually hang out with other people like me that were at my same level and, and learn together. Those things have been super, super impactful and really helped me grow because they've been honest and they've been pointed exactly where I need to go. And I want to say one more thing about the coaching side of that. Anybody listening, I would only hire a coach or a mentor. You're going to hire someone or buy into a mastermind or whatever. There's tons of them out there. Lots of really good what you want to do. All right. If they just sell how to do it, that's very different. And it's weak compared to someone who's actually done what you want to do and is still doing it and has, has that kind of proof. That's a really important thing. Otherwise, I hear a lot of sad stories of people wasting money with coaches or mentors or whatever that they shouldn't be. Uh, shouldn't they, they shouldn't be selling they shouldn't be on the market you know so find somebody who can help you and get help thank you what's the best advice you've ever received oh wow <laughs> best advice i've ever received i would say is being honest with me and being honest with the people around me, honest and kind. I think those two things, be honest and be kind. The golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you is so important. That's kindness. And that honesty that comes with it is just not, not beating around the bush with what's right or wrong for you or others, but, but standing up and being brave and, and knowing 
what you need and, and learn how to say it. Sometimes it's hard being honest with yourself. So mm-hmm. I like that one. What's the best advice you've ever given? <laughs> um, uh, wow. I, I, I wish I was one of those people who could like just roll out quotes constantly and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to write that down. I would say the best advice I've ever given is probably the stuff we tell our kids, which is to be honest and to be kind and, and to love and be active in their communities and to understand who they are internally, spiritually, their faith, their personality, their own head and heart, their skill sets, those kind of like internal things. So, so knowing who they are as people, and I would say anybody who's listening, the same thing, knowing who you are, know who you are and ground yourself and, and then be honest about that and be kind as you're, as you're honest and as you invest in your community, that that's the stuff that makes us enjoy our next door neighbor when they're that way or our fellow family member or um, anybody else we get to hang out with. That's, that's the kind of person I want to be. And I think if we're that kind of person as individuals, we're going to make fantastic people as business leaders. We're going to make fantastic community leaders, parents, you know, partners, whatever we are in life and so many hats we wear. That's, that's, that's the foundation. I like that. I had a talk with my son about that this morning, about he can't just act this certain way right now and then expect to be a completely different person when he gets bigger. Mm-hmm. He's laying that foundation. Mm, good advice. What are some of your goals that you wish to achieve with your company in the next couple of years? Oh, good question. So I have two companies, Virginia, you know this, but for those listening, I have a creative and digital agency that works with surgeons in super niched specialties in very unique communities around the United States. So that business is growing and scaling and I work less than 30 minutes a day in that business. I love running a business that grows well and has high profit margins and that doesn't require the owner's work. That's, that's just my thing in entrepreneurship. I love that. I also have an agency that teaches that process to other digital and creative agency owners so they can do the same thing. We have a mastermind that we teach. We have online training. We have tons of free material in the Facebook group. We have all those different things, but my goals surround those two things because I love building profit margins and I love figuring out how far I can separate money and time. So making a lot of money in a very small amount of time. And that's not because I'm lazy and it's not because I need more money at this stage. It's because I like the machine. Like, like that's, I'm not a car mechanic. I've never been a car guy, but if if I was, it would be, that's the kind of machine I like to work on. I like working on machines that are business and systems and people oriented. Uh, I like building other people. So, so my goals all revolve around financial goals and I measure all my financial goals by a month or by a quarter. And, and then the time goals that are associated with that, just separating out money as far away from time as possible, getting those two things stretched out as far as you can. I just want to see how far I can take that. That sounds like a fun goal that I want, that Mm I want to incorporate too. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think there's any roadblocks that are stopping you from getting that stretched out as far as you want to get it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it comes back to me again. And and even though I'm good at and practiced at systems and, and people to help me, 
I still am constantly trimming things that I need to stop doing that I know I can train and delegate this thing out, which would free up time to either be more free or go find the next more productive thing I should be doing based on my unique skills and abilities. So there's lots of people in our world around us who can help us do the things we do really well. And, and for me, my roadblock is, is consistently, like literally weekly, I check back in on how I did that week. I look at what I should have done. And I think, are all these things on my calendar, I'm looking at my calendar on my screen right now, are all these things on my calendar, the things that were really the best use of my time? Or could I find someone else who could do these? And almost always I can find someone else who can do them. And then if I can't afford that person because of whatever the profit margins are in my product or service, I figure out a way to sell those products or service at a higher profit margin to a slightly different niche. And, and that way I can incorporate someone in to let them do that work so I can go to the next step. I like that. Being able to, and it's because lots of people do self-evaluation, but they do it in longer intervals, let's say, where you're talking about doing it weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, to go a step farther in that, I don't think through years like a 12-month year anymore. I think through my my year, the way I function as a, as a business person and, and as a just regular guy in my family, our year revolves around 90 days. So every quarter is a year in our in my mentality. And so every week in that quarter is like a month. There's 12 full weeks in every quarter of the year. There's that little odd couple of days at the end that we do a bunch of planning and looking back in our business. But those 12 weeks are what are now my month. So every week I consider it like I just burnt an entire month of my year. Every week is that big a deal. I want to make every freaking one of them amazing. And I want to crush it again the next time. So I really want to make sure I do it right every day. You must really love birthdays. <laughs> I get to have four birthdays a year now. <laughs> What's working for you guys to attract more business? Ah, yeah. So two things that are really, really, I don't know. I, maybe I have to go into four things that are really crushing it right now because there's really four things. We're really, really good at getting referrals. So I, I follow a really structured referral script that I learned Oh, years ago from a guy named Wayne Cotton. Anyway, I love that referral script. We use it all the time in our agency. We sell high ticket and we get referred to very specific people in our market. And that's been really, really cool. So love getting referrals, do it in a structured way. If you're going to referrals, follow a script, ask intentional questions about who you want to work with. Be surprised how many people you can meet and, and work with that way. They're the warmest, best clients ever. That's in our creative agency that works with surgeons. In our elite agency that works with other creative and digital agency owners, we do a lot of free content um, in our Facebook group, and that's been really wonderful. It brings a lot of people in our community, and we also have webinar-type structure. We have courses online that all feed in from some paid traffic that comes into those products. That works really well if you're dialed in on your message. But again, on any of that stuff, you have to know how to sell it organically and ideally build a referral before you can do well on anything ads. So if you're running paid ads, if anybody's listening, running paid ads, you got to figure out the organic human connection before you can replicate that in a paid ad. Otherwise, you just spend a bunch of money with Facebook or Google and you'll wish you hadn't. And then the third thing is Instagram. Right now, Instagram is doing really well for us. We do a lot of teaching and training and education and ideas on Instagram. And that that's really fun. It's a great place to meet people and the people who want to engage with us more step up and, and do that. That's been really cool. Thanks for sharing. So mm-hmm. is there anything that you would like to share that I haven't 
asked you yet? You know, I, I think the the next thing I'd want to say is for anybody listening in right now, use Virginia as an amazing example of someone who's leading in what she's doing and she's creating content. She's creating not just content that are her own ideas, because it's so easy for us to all talk about ourselves, but she's actually pulling content from lots of other resources like me and so many others. I'm not the best speaker. She has in this podcast by any means. She's got amazing people. The, the thing that she's doing, though, is she's sharing and building a space for people to learn and grow. And that's critical. If you're going to hire anybody to do any kind of work for you, hire people who are leaders like Virginia, because it allows, it allows space in your own agency, your own model to really bring another leader in, not just a doer. Okay, so it's great to have people who just get the job done. But when you have somebody get the job done, who's actually an influencer and a leader and has that mindset to be forward thinking and building, they're going to build into your team. They're going to build into your clients. There's going to be so much building and value there that you just can't, you can't get by just hiring out a job. It's important to find a leader who actually wants to impact the world and that will impact your business and your clients in a really special way. So that honestly... Virginia, you don't, you didn't know I was going to even go on that path, but that's, that is the truth about what you're doing. It's the truth about who you are as a person. And so that's what I would, that's what I'd want to say. If there's anything else I could say, that's it. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. How can people find out more about you and what you do? A couple of easy ways. Social media handles are all the same for me. Chris Williams HQ. So C-H-R-I-S-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-H-Q, like headquarters. So Chris Williams HQ on any platform. And then our Facebook group is absolutely the best place. We, I I do tons of Q and a in there. We dump tons of content there. We don't even ask for email addresses. It's just free. And anybody who's a creative or digital agency owner in that space will like be blown away by what's in there. So that's elite agency inner circle. If you just look in Facebook for elite agency inner circle, and that right there, you can ask to join the group. And if you are in that space, we'll let you in. And you just ask questions, we answer them. It's super straightforward. And there's tons of amazing rockstar agency owners in there who are constantly answering questions and helping people grow. Thank you again, Chris, for coming on and for sharing all of your advice and words of wisdom with us. Absolutely, Virginia. Thanks so much for having me. It's been really fun. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.